The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The Virginia General Assembly reconvened yesterday to finish work on the state budget and almost 50 bills. Localities, school districts, state agencies and more are waiting to see what kind of resources they'll have to work with over the next two years. Taxation, in particular, remains a point of contention, with Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposals to repeal the grocery tax, suspend the gas tax, and double the standard deduction all in stalemate. Senate Democrats say that's too much to cut and have put forward a plan with more focus on funding state services. Youngkin has called on lawmakers to get the remaining legislation to his desk quickly. State lawmakers are back to negotiating the thorny politics of seating two new justices to the Virginia Supreme Court. If members adjourn the special session without filling the vacancies, Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin would pick two interim justices himself. They would still need to be confirmed by the Senate next January. Senator John Edwards, who co-chairs the Judiciary Committee, says his party wants to avoid that scenario. If we stay in session to the end of the year, he can't do it. Edwards suggested the governor should sit down with Democrats and start negotiating. Because we do have a Senate that is controlled by the Democrats, and I don't think he can get anything done without the Democrats agreeing. Republicans and Democrats also disagree on how to fill a number of critical posts, including the Parole Board and the State Corporation Commission. Two out of three judges on a federal appeals panel have agreed to allow a Fairfax County Governor's School to continue with its current admissions process, at least for the next incoming class of students. Michelle Turnage-Young with the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund says the decision indicates the likelihood that the district will get to keep its admissions policy in place for additional classes of incoming students. The school board is essentially arguing that the lower court erred by applying strict scrutiny to this race-neutral admissions policy because there was no disparate impact and there also was no discriminatory intent. The school board has appealed a judge's February court opinion that found the district's school policy discriminated against Asian American students. Future court dates for this case have not yet been set. Tribal descendants of the Mattapanai in King William County held elections for a new chief and council. They also passed a constitution that permits Mattapanai women to vote for the first time in over 100 years. But as Alex Scribner reports, the longtime chief and council are pushing back. The election was an effort by Mattapanai descendants to reclaim their right to determine the tribe's future. Connie Crow Woman Custolo, a newly elected councilwoman, put it simply. We want fair and equal election. After registering 100 members through a tribal enrollment committee, 41 people elected Lonnie Wisepirit Custolo as chief. For his mother, Christine Rippling Water Custolo, it was the first vote the Mattapanai matriarch had ever cast. The vote put five women on council, the first time women have been chosen for leadership in at least a century. For hard as they work and trying to be so honest with everything and looking up for our young people, our babies, I'm very proud of them. But not everybody recognizes the newly elected government. Longtime chief Mark T. Costello warned, quote, if they call themselves chief, assistant chief, or council members of the Mattapanai Indian tribe, 
then they are misrepresenting themselves as government officials. Ultimately, the Secretary of the Commonwealth will determine who they will recognize as the tribal government, and therefore who will have the power to choose tribe members and who can live on the reservation. Alex Scribner, VPM News. After 350 years, Virginia's Rappahannock tribe has reacquired its ancestral land along the river that bears its name, according to the Washington Post. In a ceremony last week, Interior Secretary Deb Holland, who is the first Native American to serve in a presidential cabinet, was in tears as she addressed a crowd about the acquisition. The tribe has pledged to take care of the almost 500 acres of land, which at one point was slated for development. The area also includes a major nesting spot for bald eagles. After months of meetings and public hearings, Chesterfield County Board of Supervisors is set to vote on the 2023 budget tomorrow. According to Richmond BizSense, the supervisors are expected to adopt the $1.8 billion budget, which is an increase of $185 million over the current year. The proposed budget includes reducing the real estate tax rate by $0.03 and increasing the county's minimum wage to $16 for government positions. The meeting starts at 6 p.m. and will be streamed on the county's website and YouTube channel. Construction on I-95 will close South Crater Road in Petersburg through the middle of April. Work to replace a section of bridge on I-95 South began Sunday night and is expected to last through April 14th. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, South Crater Road will be closed while construction takes place and some parts of the road may remain closed through November. The project repairs are intended to extend the life of the bridge. More information about the closure and detour routes can be found at virginiadot.org. Some of these stories were produced with assistance from the Public Media Journalists Association Editor Corps, funded by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.